You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today's episode is called How to Write Compelling Copy. Keep promoting your business but only hearing crickets. I totally know what that's like because I've been there and as a business coach, I speak to so many people who are trying to attract clients but they're really struggling to write compelling copy that hits the right note, that attracts quality leads. They end up with tire kickers, people who don't want to spend money or people who aren't sure or zero leads at all. And after having worked with hundreds of coaches on these challenges, I've gotten really clear on it myself. And I've recently been devising a pitch for a startup that I'm working with and have immersed myself in what it takes to truly write compelling copy. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to cover how to position the value of what you do in a really compelling and mouth-watering way. And I've actually developed a method that I'm using, which I call the end point method. And it helps you to get past all of the features that you inevitably talk about and all of the coaching jargon or the business or technical jargon that you use to describe what you do. And rather to get down to describing your services in a way that makes sense to the audience and is compelling and attractive. If you get this right, you're going to attract quality leads and inquiries. And of course, assuming that you're doing your promotions in the right way, that you're not just writing great copy, but you're actually putting it out there and sharing it, having that copyright in the first place is a key important point. So today I wanted to talk about what you need to communicate in your copy to make it really mouth-watering. First of all, though, I'd like you to get into the client shoots. Think about yourself when you're purchasing anything. You're subconsciously thinking to yourself, what's in it for me? In other words, you're saying to yourself something like, why should I spend my hard-earned money on this service or product? Do I really need this? What am I going to get from it? Is it worth it? Does any of that sound familiar? That's the process I go through when I buy something. Oh, should I spend that much money? Is it worth it? What am I going to get? Will I actually use it? You start to ask yourself those questions, right? And everyone, including you and including all of the clients that you want to get in touch with, are buying something because of what's in it for them. And so that's really what you need to communicate in your marketing copy. And that's why you hear marketing professionals saying things like, you've got to sell the sizzle and not the sausage. Facts tell and stories sell. You've got to promote benefits and not features. We're talking about that emotionally engaging, results-driven outcome that connects with the person and their journey and their story and positions you as the right person to help them. Now, there's a lot of things woven into that, so I'm just going to flesh out those things one by one. But the number one question that you need to answer is, what's in it for me? Thinking, of course, as the client. And if you get that right, then there are three other questions that you need to answer if you're running a service-based business. Not so important if it's a product. For example, everybody needs dishwashing liquid and the problem you solve is cutting through grease. And everyone has that problem. So that's pretty simple. But if you're targeting a service to someone else and helping them make a change, you need to be a lot more specific and explicit in the wording that you're using. So it's super clear on how you help people. And you need to get those words right. Three things that you need to think about when you're writing your copy are, firstly, buying something is an emotional 
transaction. 90% of a buying decision is based in, emo in emotion and 10% is logic. So think about yourself when you buy something. You think, oh, how's it going to make me feel? Would it look any good? Will it, how will it change my life? And then your yeah, but brain kicks in at the end and says, oh, I wonder if I can afford that or maybe I can do some of this myself. That's that logical part trying to counterbalance that I need to have it now emotional feeling, right? So your story needs, your copy needs to tell a story that's emotionally engaging and articulates the benefits and results in a way that connects with the client and gets them feeling certain things, which is going to increase their motivation to inquire, right? So that's the first thing. There needs to be an emotional story. So not just saying my service is going to make you feel good, but imagine if you were able to suddenly spend more time with your kids and get up and down on the floor with ease and comfort without any pain. How would that change things for you? So your copy needs to flesh out that story and get the person thinking about what's going on in their own lives, showing that you understand the impact of that pain or of that problem on their day-to-day -day living so that they can really get into that space and feel the problem and think, how big is this problem? And it, and it helps them make the decision as to whether this is something they actually want to buy or not. So you have to take them on their own journey. So that's that first point about getting that emotional buy-in and engagement. The second point is that people buy from people who are similar to them and who they trust. So your copy needs to tell a story in a relatable way that will resonate and connect with the person seeing the promotion so that they know it's you they're connecting with, not any other service provider. This comes down to you personally, obviously. If you're a 20-year-old woman and you're trying to sell coaching programs to 50-year-old women going through menopause, you're not very credible or believable. People are going to say, well, what would a 20-year-old woman know about menopause? I've asked myself those sorts of questions. Why should I trust that person? That's the next question you ask, right? And so that relatability is really important. So you've got that what's in it for me, that, that problem you articulate or the result that people can get, the emotional connection. And now you need to position yourself as the right person for them. I've been through burnout myself. I know what it's like. Or I've worked with over 600 clients in the area of weight loss or whatever it is. You need to bring in some of that qualification that lets people know, hey, I'm not just some random who's just fresh out of school trying to help you to solve an expensive problem. I've actually got experience or I've got knowledge or I've been there myself. So part of communicating your value is positioning why you are the provider of choice, really telling that story of your experience or your journey or making that relatability because you're a similar demographic. So that's a really important thing to bring across in your copy. Now, the third thing is that people buy to solve problems not for fun. I mean, people do buy for fun, right? They buy movie tickets and they go to the theatre and that's for pleasure, but they don't buy washing up liquid for fun, right? They buy it to cut through grease so they don't have greasy dishes. They're buying to solve a problem. And your services similarly need to speak to something that people can solve and it needs to be clear and specific. I think this is where a lot of people get hung up. They start talking about I'll help you set goals or create a vision, but so what? What problem does that solve? You need to be much more specific. 
And unless you're speaking to outcomes and results that people are actually looking to get, which is the reason they're looking in the first place, they're not going to be interested. They're not going to engage. Something I see a lot is people trying to sell services that people don't really need or aren't really interested in because the problem is too small or too vague. So here's an example. Let's say that I get a paper cut. I'm going to put a Band-Aid on that paper cut. I'm not going to go and hire a coach to help me with the paper cut, right? If I get a paper cut, the Band-Aid is my solution to that. If I break my arm, I'm going to go to a doctor or even better, a specialist. That's a big enough problem for me to pay someone to get help. So thinking about in the coaching space, what is the problem that people cannot solve on their own, but they're desperate to solve? It needs to be big enough, not something that they can put a Band-Aid on, something that they actually want to resolve. Your copy really clearly needs to communicate the big problem that people want to solve. And you need to do your market research and make sure it is a valid problem so that when you're talking about the outcomes and the results people will get, it's actually meaningful. They're going to spend the money in the first place to get those results and outcomes. You're also demonstrating through that story that you really get it. You really understand and know what they're going through. And you know what they want to achieve and why it's so important to them. And that's going to create the trust to actually reach out and connect with you. So here's what you might be doing instead, knowing what your copy should be saying to attract people. What is it actually saying? I invite you to do a little bit of detective work on this. I see a lot of copy that just focuses on people's titles, their qualifications, where they studied, why they love being a health and wellness coach and all of the things that they do in the program. Like I help you set goals and create a meaningful vision and, that's your methodology. It's like going to the dentist and he says, I'll use my number five pick and my number two drill and I'll drill your teeth and then I'll put some filling in. That's what a lot of people are saying, that kind of language on, the, on their websites or on their promotions. And it doesn't actually say anything. If I go to the dentist, I want to get a beautiful smile, right? I don't want to care about which pick or drill is going to be used. And so that's one thing to look at in your copy. The second thing is if your copy is talking about you, 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 all your experience, all of the things that you love to do and why, but not considering the journey or the story of your ideal client, if it's just focusing on your work and the science behind it and the features of what you do, there could be a gap, there could be a problem. So what I suggest you do is look at your website and read your copy aloud. Read it out aloud with gusto and see how it makes you feel. See if it's something that you would buy. If you stumbled across that promotion, that ad in Facebook, that whatever it is that you're writing, would you want to buy it? And then ask why or why not? That's going to give you some clarity about where the gaps might be in what you're doing at the moment. If that copy is all about you and your methodology and the science and the facts, that might be why you're hearing crickets or not getting any good quality leads. So getting that story right is essential and it's ultimately the difference between inquiries and no inquiries, assuming, of course, that you're doing the right sort of promotion because without promotion, people won't see the copy in the first place. 
I would love to go into a big full example of this, but rather I would want to share some simple statements that I see on websites or informational copy that don't really fit the bill, just so you know what to look for. So I'd, it's much better if I could read out a whole uh, ad description, but these statements will give you some ideas of the wrong kind of language. I help people to create an exciting vision and goals that they feel good about. I wouldn't buy that, would you? Here's another one. I help you to work out what you want to achieve and how to get there. Still don't know what that is. So you're starting to hear it's vague and non-specific. Here's another one that you might think is more specific, but really is still not very specific and quite vague. I help you to develop healthy habits that are sustainable and fit with your goals. If that's the first thing I saw in an ad, I would have no idea what those habits were and what the goals were. That's just not speaking to me. That's still part of your methodology. So here are some examples of some statements that are a lot clearer and might more clearly communicate the value of how you work with people. I help women in their 50s to reverse diabetes and lose weight with a simple low carb eating approach. That's really clear, right? If that was your niche. Or I work with athletes to address their inner critic and mental well-being so that they can achieve those important 1% increases in performance that they need for game day. That's super specific, but if an athlete is looking for those 1% improvements, that's what they're going to be getting, right? So I just made those examples up off the top of my head and they may not be perfect, but they're a hell of a lot clearer and you can tell right away what it is that you're buying and what the outcome is and who they're targeted for. So obviously you'd need much more story and background and qualification around that, but hopefully you get the idea that one set of those statements is vague and one set is a lot clearer and easier to buy therefore. And I guess that's the key message. If what you're doing is vague and unclear to you, you will also be vague and unclear and very hard to buy for the audience reading or watching that promotion. And in a nutshell, if you have clear copy, the reader should be or the watcher should be able to identify themselves in that statement. And they're much more likely then to qualify themselves as someone who would be a good fit for you in your business. Getting that right is so important. And the best way to get that wording right is to do market research interviews with your clients, to peel back the layers on what they want and why. If you're a coach, you are already doing this in coaching sessions. Write it down get clear and look for the trends. So I wanted to talk briefly about how my end point method works. It's still a work in progress, but so far so good. I've had some really good results with this to help people get clarity for themselves on what they do and how they help people and how they add value. So if you're a coach, you have some skills to master this already, but peeling off the layers like you do with your client is pretty much the same process that you need to do for your copy to get to the heart of what's important to your client and where the value really lies in your offer. And then it helps you to get past all of the features and all of the coaching jargon that you're using and get into the feelings and results and benefits and outcomes that the people are going to emotionally engage with. Doing this also helps you to map out your customer journey so that you can explain to people how you help them and what the process is along the way. So they're going to see themselves in that story, know where they are in the journey and know when they need to get the help. So by the endpoint method, you can work out the problem that your client wants to solve 
the results that they desperately want, not just the little paper cut on the hand, and the step-by-step -step process to get there, but spoken as a list of benefits, not as features. There are some simple questions that you can ask yourself to get there and to get to the heart of the valuable copy. I'm going to share with, share with you eight questions. And they're the kinds of questions that I use in an interactive consultation with people who really want to have drawn out of them the answers to this copy conundrum. The first question to ask answer is, what do you do? You can say, I'm a health and wellness coach or I'm a soccer coach, whatever you are. But what do you actually do as a health and wellness coach? That's the first question. The next question is, how do you do it? The next question is, what are the results? So thinking about your ideal client that you work with, the people that you love to work with the most, what sorts of results do they say they want and are they getting? What are the outcomes they speak to? You also want to know how do people feel before they work with you when they have the problem and after when they create the result they want. How are they feeling? Those feelings need to come up in your story. And if people achieve those results, what else becomes possible? And how does that feel to them? And why does that matter to them so much? And what else might that mean? The better you are as a coach at peeling off the layers in a vision session, the better you'll be at getting to the heart of the matter in your copy. Because as you would hear, a lot of these are vision style questions. So just to wrap up what we've discussed today, if your promotional copy's got no traction, if it's got crickets, it might be worth looking at the copy and more specifically the value proposition in your promotional text or videos or whatever it is that you're making. I discussed four important things that you need to cover in your copy. First, the what's in it for me. You need to be able to answer that. Secondly, you need an emotional story that shows how you understand the problem. Thirdly, text to show how you resonate with the ideal client and are the best person to help them through your experience, journey, etc. And finally, to focus on a problem that's big enough that people will actually pay to solve. That last one in particular is a do not pass go, do not collect $200 kind of question. You need to figure that out first. And market research is the best way to get answers to those questions so that you can write that copy in the first place. Further, you may need to coach yourself or work with a business coach to get to the crux of the value proposition, the most important part of what you do and how you help people so that you can be clear about it in your messaging and really stand out as different from everybody else. You may be able to do that work yourself by asking yourself some of those questions I shared with you or to work with someone to draw it out of you and pull it together in a, in a clear and concise statement so that you're super all over what you do, how you help people and why that has such deep value and benefit. And if you need support with this process, get in touch with me, hit up my contact page on melaniejwhite.com. I have about five places in June for people who want to work on compelling copy and getting the messaging right. And if that's you, I might be the right person to help you or not. In any case, we can have a free chat. Thanks for being here today. Hope to see you again soon. Bye for now.